It's a movement, but it's about people. Be the People is about we the people joining forces to reclaim and reshape the best of our nation's time-treasured traditions. Each week, we offer insightful interviews with movers and shakers from all different spheres of life. And now, please welcome Dr. Carol Swain. I'm Carol Swain, and this is Be the People. A few years ago, I became familiar with an international newspaper named The Epoch Times, and it was founded in May 2000 by John Tang and a group of Chinese Americans, including my next guest, Dana Ching. What caught my eye about the newspaper was its honest, independent journalism, which seems strange today in the world of fake news. The founder, John Tang, was one of the student protesters at Tiananmen Square. He participated in the 1989 democracy movement in Beijing, which resulted in the famous Tiananmen Square massacre. He came to the U.S. as a student and later started the newspaper. The Epic Times is interesting because it's banned in China, has had its office firebombed in Hong Kong, and has been attacked by mainstream media sources such as NBC News. Last year, it was targeted by Facebook and accused of using Russian bots to spread right-wing news. And the newspaper has had its offices in Hong Kong firebombed. Join me in welcoming Dana Cheng to the Be The People show. Dana, welcome to Be The People. Well, thank you for inviting me. Well, Dana, I understand that you were one of the founders of the Epic Times. And you're also the, as far as your background, you're also the senior editor for Chinese News. What do you do in that role? Actually, I'm I'm senior editor of China News of English department. Like we have 23 languages in the English edition. I'm in charge of China News part. And before you tell us what you do on the ground, how was it that you became involved with John Tang? What was your role in founding the Epic Times? That's year 2000, 20 years ago. Um, Communist Party started the persecution of Falun Gong in year 1999. Uh, that's one year before we founded the media. Uh, Falun Gong is a Chinese ancient meditation. Uh, it has five sets of exercises. It teaches the principle of to be truthful, to be compassionate, and to be tolerant. In China, many people practice it because it's very effective in improving health. If one person improved health, all his relatives and friends started to join. So in year 1999, the media reported that there are between 70 to 100 million Chinese practicing Falun Gong, and that's more number than the communist members. And many high-level government officials in China practice Falun Gong, and that got the top leader of CCP, the Communist Party, Jiang Zemin, very jealous. Jiang Zemin came to power after Tiananmen Square crackdown. He is very, uh, he feel very insecure, and he was not elected, he was not popular. When there's anything that's popular among people, uh, it gets scared. So he wanted to persecute Falun Gong. 
it doesn't seem like what they believe in should be a threat to anyone, but we also know that communist China, that they also target Christians as well as Muslims and Buddhists and anything that challenges its power. Exactly. Actually, it's uh, Falun Gong is not challenging its power. It's communist leaders, they are just fearful. They are fearful of his own people. That's it. And, and he's very jealous of its popularity. Now, what was your role back in 2000 when it mm. came to founding the organization? Well, actually, I was the first one who went back to China briefly and organized the first group of reporters and editors. At that time, the uh, China report was directly fired from inside China so we can get the information from the ground. And the reporting at that time shocked high-level communist officials. So within a few months, that whole team that producing news inside China, they were arrested. Some were sentenced to three years, five years. Some were sentenced for 10 years. So a few of them spent 10 years in jail. They are now released. What were the conditions in those jails for journalists? We can not know the detail at this point because it's not convenient to communicate. But uh, there was one letter that was smuggled out um, by our lead editor. Um, he was jailed in a small room, in a black room, very small, uh, for months and months. When he first uh, got arrested, they did not allow him to sleep for seven days, seven nights. Uh, they repeatedly like uh, trying to force him to, like in, in Chinese, called confess sin, confess the crime, <laughs> um, admit a crime, but actually they were just reporting the news. So, um, and another person that sentenced for 10 years in jail was forced to sit on a small bench, like a, a stool for seven years. By the time he was released, he could not move. He could not walk. So it's a slow torture until you, you are paralyzed. And do you think that they see that as, is it an attempt to re-educate the person? A lot of times, you know, when Christians or, or various people of faith are persecuted, they're asked to recant their beliefs. Is it a similar type of thing? Yes, yes. They want to, not only they, they control people physically, they want to control people's mind. They have to force people to follow its directive is communist directives. And, you know, inside China, all the media is government-owned, like communist-owned. All the social media is controlled. And you have to follow the communist directive. Otherwise, you are wiped out. And how were you able to avoid arrest? I went there only for a short period of time, just like more than a week. And I left quickly. Uh, If I stayed there longer, I probably would have been. But Dana, we're going to take a break. And when we return, I'd like to talk more about the Epic Times and what it does here in America. Each week, the Be The People Show presents interviews with insightful guests from the world of politics, religion, media, and culture. The Be The People Show is on podcast. It offers bonus footage. To listen to Be The People online, 
go to the BeThePeopleNews.com website and subscribe to the Be The People podcast, heard also on the America Out Loud Network. Spreading the out loud truth from sea to shining sea. AmericaOutloud.com is the voice of liberty and justice for all. The goal is to deliver a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world. To unite people from all backgrounds and beliefs in an effort to advance humanity. We are the vision of the voices. Welcome to the new era in communications. America Out Loud Talk Radio. I'm back with my guest, Dana Chang, and we're talking about the Epic Times and also its roots to communist China. And Dana, I think a lot of times you hear some of the Western journalists, even here in America, they seem to extol the virtues of China. Do you think they really understand the Communist Party? What are they missing? Uh, no, I, I would say uh, American you know, in general, do not understand communists. And it's amazing. I, I saw the through fighting with Soviet Union, they would have understood the communists. But when it comes to China, they don't think the same way. They, they What's different about the way we think and the way the Chinese think? Chinese people, they, they are the same people. They are they are kidnapped by Communist Party. Communist Party fall apart. Chinese people be the same, like American people, normal people. Right. But the communists, you know, China basically copied the entire system of uh, Soviet Union, the communist system. They call it the socialist system. And uh, it controls people's mind through propaganda. That's why they, they say there are two weapons they have. One is guns. Another is media. It's the mouth. The pain. So that's two weapons they control. They can control anyone, any country. So media is something very important for them to control. That's why when I was growing up, we were taught that American people live in poverty. Taiwan people live in poverty. Only Communist Party can feed people, can give people good life. That's all we know. And people there only get information they were allowed to have. How did you find out the truth or did your parents already know the truth? Or did you believe what you were being told and taught by the Communist Party? As we were growing up, everyone in China believed what the Communists was saying because there were no other information. So later on, when more and more Chinese came to the West, yes, we got to know the West is not what we were told before, but the propaganda also made progress. They have a better packaging. Right now, there's a huge anti-American campaign, uh, anti-American campaign. People still believe in it. But the problem today is my understanding that there are some of the major newspapers and also political figures that are actually helping China spread its propaganda. Exactly. And it's amazing. 
is amazing. Uh, for example, last year, NBC uh, attacked Epoch Times. Immediately, Communist Party translated that um, article and started to say, hey, American mainstream media do not like Falun Gong, do not like Epoch Times, and it enhanced their attack. It, it achieved the effect that uh, communist media cannot achieve. So these Western media, if they are not careful and they are following the narrative of CCP, they are helping the CCP. Well, you know, Dana, I don't know if you've read Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals, but one of the rules is pick the target, freeze the target, isolate the target. And it seems to me that the Epic Times has become a target more recently because not only have you been called right wing, been accused of being uh, Trump supporters, but Facebook, I understand, accuse you falsely of using Russian bots. And so it's part of the Russia, 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 Russia scare. But it seems to me that there is a strategy that is from the political left that's tied to Marxism, you know, which is tied to communism right now to isolate the Epic Times. Well, it's amazing. I saw the only communist China, the, the communists in China want everyone to follow its narrative. Here, mainstream want others to follow their narrative. If we report independently, we, we are nonpartisan, by the way. Uh, if we report independently, they attack you. You're right, because they want to control everything. And I was a political scientist for 28 years and have watched the news for many more years, longer than when I was a political scientist. And it seems like there's something different taking place in America that our news sources that used to seem independent, because at one time the Washington Post was in the middle of the road, the New York Times was not what it is today. And so it seems like we had more sources in the U.S. of news that it may not have been totally independent in a sense, it may have been biased in one particular direction, but nowadays it seems it's the mainstream against Anyone that's trying to be independent and anyone that's trying to be independent, they get maligned as right wing or whatever it is to try to discredit their voice. Well, I have a friend who is a media expert. He studied media and he told me in the 50s, there were about 500 media in America. In 80s, there were about 80 media in America. Now it's all consolidated, maybe 90, more than 90% of media are owned by six corporations. So we no longer have a space for independent media. Or if media are not taking the responsibility uh, with principles, media will decline, in my opinion. We all need to work and conduct ourselves with principles. Well, we know that media has already declined because most Americans believe that what comes out of the news, that it's fake news, what I really appreciate about you guys is that you really do try to be balanced and you also give conservatives a voice because if it were not for the Epic Times, a lot of us conservatives would have no outlet. So we would have the internet outlets that may be independent, but we would not have a newspaper other than maybe the Washington Times that would actually print what we say. We are nonpartisan. We 
don't want to politicalize things. Our tagline is truth and tradition. Right. And we believe that's the way to,、uh, to be responsible media. And we are now growing very fast. So, what countries are you in? And tell our listeners some of the languages.、Uh, we have first was in Chinese, and then English, Russian,、uh, French, German, Spanish, Portuguese,、um, Japanese, Korean, of course.、Um, you have a senior editor for each of those. Yeah, each is operated independently. One of the compliments a student of mine, a former student of mine, Gave you a newspaper was he was in Hong Kong last year, and he was there independently. He's not a journalist; he's just a student that's a photographer. And he said that of all the newspapers, he never saw the Epic Times engage in in unethical behavior. That a lot of the mainstream journalists would set up situations to get a good story or a good photograph. That would endanger people's lives, and that he did not see the Epic Times doing that.、Um, for doing truthful reporting, we face a lot of attacks. At the beginning, the、um, Communist Party harassed our family members inside China. They also harassed advertisers、uh, of our paper, like. And they also influenced、uh, advertising agencies and tried to stop them from placing ad on our paper and block our business. Our printing shop, like in Hong Kong, has been attacked four times. This was not the first time last year. So you, now, yeah, have you been attacked in any other countries? Well, here in America, our clients, advertising clients, have been harassed. Oh,、well, the political oh, left、yeah. does that all the time. Actually, one of our、uh, technology、um, lead technology was,、um, yeah, was attacked personally in Atlanta years ago. Well, you know something. There's an old World War Two saying that you know when you're above the enemy when you start taking flak. And I guess that the existence of an independent journalistic source. Threatens a lot of people who have a political agenda. We want to be responsible for the society, and that's what the media should be. And Dana, understand that your background is not journalism. Would you tell the listeners a little bit about your background and why、um, you went into journalism? I came on full scholarship for a PhD program. Many of my colleagues in Epoch Times have PhD. Uh, I have a I have a doctor degree、uh, in physics.、Uh, I worked in insurance companies、uh, as an actuary for many years. But I think what needed most is a truthful information, and I want to do this and put my effort in building this media. This is a contribution to the society. And one of the things I've noticed again about the Epoch Times is that you really. Get it when it comes to the importance of freedom, and I understand that since some of the founders were religiously persecuted, that all of those things are things that, when you look at America and our Constitution, that we have traditionally been committed to uphold. But a lot of that seems to be slipping away right now in America. Correct information 
can save lives. SARS happened 17 years ago. That's another plague. Like this time, coronavirus. We have got letters from readers saying, you saved my life. Because I read your newspaper, I did not take trip to China. My friend went as planned and died there. Now this time, coronavirus, someone told us, you know, I was in China. I couldn't see any information I was visiting. I got around the censorship and read your paper. I immediately flew back to U.S. You saved my life. Someone without this information could end up in the wrong place at the wrong time and get infected. Right. Yes. Well, we're going to take another break. And when we return, I'd like for you to talk more about the Epoch Times reporting on the coronavirus or the Chinese virus or whatever you want to call it. What if there was a book that took the mystery out of prayer, one that made it easier for people to pray God's word with miraculous results? There is such a book. Joy Lamb's The Sword of the Spirit, The Word of God is a handbook that has changed the lives of thousands of people around the world. You can order your life-changing copy from Joy Lamb's website, thesoardofthespiritbook.com. Order Joy's book and listen to her audio prayers while you're there. I'm back with my guest, Dana, and she's really enlightening us about a number of things related to journalism and the Epic Times. And Dana, just tell us more about the Epic Times reporting on the coronavirus. Okay, our reporting on this coronavirus, we call it the CCP virus. Right. Um, <laughs> we call it the CCP virus. Um, <laughs> and that's very critical. I grew up in Wuhan. I have a lot of friends that are also from Wuhan, and we can talk to people on the ground, and that's the way we report. We talk with cremation center people, funeral home people, hospital, and people trust us because an independent voice is very rare nowadays. They gave us internal documents, like government documents, that they would never you know, dare to let other people know. So according to our reporting, the funeral home people, actually cremation center people, told us that only 7% of people get counted in official number as a death number. Uh, majority of them died before they could even get a test. Majority of them, like two-thirds of them, died in the homes. And the temporary uh, hospital, they closed saying, oh, we control the virus already but actually they relocated to the suburb. Now they are building isolation center like concentration camps. It's away from people's eye. People will not know what's happening. We also talked to the factory that had the urgent task for making one million funeral body bags, one million. Oh my. So the number is greatly underreported. Now, Dana, yes. when do you believe that the Communist Party became first aware of the virus? I know I've heard November and that they sort of set on it until it was leaked out by doctors. Right now, according to the media report, the first case is November 17. I think the sci scientists say the virus itself 
was born October 1st. So November 17th, there were patients. In December, doctors already know about it. They, you know, eight doctors were passing information. They were arrested and there was a big news and saying they were spreading rumors. And now one important thing, right after New Year, like uh, January 3rd, the Communist Party closed down the military college in Wuhan. So they knew what's going on. They waited another 20 days to alert public. Now, what was the World Health Organization doing during this time? They were trying to glorify the Communist Party. I'm sorry to say. They basically take the directive from, from Beijing and say, Beijing is doing great and anything that Beijing want them to do. I mean, that is serious because when you hear World Health Organization, we think that this is an entity that we can trust. And you're saying that that's not true. And I hope our U.S. government knows that. Well, Communist Party has systematically infiltrated into world organizations systematically, many organizations, and trying to influence and control those organizations. Well, we can see that with American universities where we have these Chinese professors that have recently been exposed as spies. Yes, that's a systematic work over past decades. So I heard through people who heard through, they say, military intelligence, that the number of deaths in China, even when we first started hearing about it, far exceeded what they were telling us. Well, just from the individuals we have talked to and the document we have got, for, for example, just a few days ago, the document we got internally, that's 22 times the number they reported publicly. So at least the death number and the infection number is 20 times what they say. The doctors that were targeted because of using social media, how many of them are still alive? There were still other doctors, like... Um, I think eight doctors, two died and others are still alive. But it's not about these eight doctors. It's about in general, there are 3,000 doctors and nurses infected in Wuhan alone. Do you know how and many they, of them died? We don't know how many of them died, I guess. We just hear individual cases of this director of the hospital, like a principal of the hospital died. And that yesterday I heard another death. That's the colleague of... Dr. Lee. And Dana, you know that in the United States, President Trump has been criticized for his handling of the epidemic. Do you believe that we acted fast enough or, I mean, he's being attacked for shutting down flights from China as well as for calling it the Chinese virus, which you call it the communist, what is it, the Chinese CCP, right. CCP <laughs> virus, yes. <laughs> because it started there and they didn't miss the two months precious time to control it. And now it's spreading around the world. And if you notice, the, those areas are countries that have close tie with CCP. They get infected a lot more. Because they believe in the propaganda that comes from China? Yes, and the tie, yes. 
Well, how should Chinese Americans think about this? Because I know that a lot of Americans, I have friends that are Chinese American, and they are the most patriotic people I know. But right now, the focus is on China. What would you say to them, to Chinese Americans? Well, Chinese people are the victim of communists. And they know that. (laughs) They know that China is different from communists cannot represent China or Chinese. So that's why we call it the CCP virus. It's not the fault of Chinese people or China. It's, It's the Communist Party. Do you have a sense of how long communism will last in China? Will there ever be democracy in the sense that we see it in the West? Oh, Communist Party is facing crisis in every direction. It's going to fall apart soon. I cannot give an exact date, but I can see it's falling apart right now. And I guess that's why they seem to be acting uh, so desperately. And when it comes to the Western journalists and the universities and various uh, politicians that support the party and they have become a mouthpiece of propaganda for the Communist Party, I suspect that it's all traceable to the dollar, the almighty dollar. Yes, they use corruption to lure people to continue their operation because those corrupted would support their ruling. Well, Dana, in the time that we have remaining, could you tell our listeners more about where they can get the Epic Times and just a little bit about it's important to have a newspaper like the Epic Times, but what it has to offer and where they can find it. You can get on the internet, theepochtimes.com. Epoch spells E-P-O-C-H, theepochtimes.com. And you can subscribe there. You can get on the newsletter. The newspaper can send to you nationwide. And you can subscribe, you can get on our social media, and we have people producing news 24 hours. And you know, one of the things I heard about the Epic Times is that it's one of the few newspapers that President Trump trusts. Oh, I believe so. (laughs) I don't know exactly how often he reads, I believe so. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's a huge compliment. This is one of the newspapers that the president trusts enough that he's going to read it. And I know that you all have been incredibly fair to him when other journalists haven't been. And so I applaud you for doing that. And I hope that more Americans will subscribe to your newspaper and that your editors and you will remain fiercely independent fighters for freedom, democracy, human rights, all of those things that America believes in. Well, this is the principle of America, and we cherish very much the freedom here, and to be able to build an independent voice is not possible in China. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, we have plenty of information to digest from Dana, and I would encourage as many people as possible, if not all of you all, to check out the Epic Times It's a newspaper that I publish articles in occasionally, as well as some of the other conservative voices. And it's up to us, as I always say, the we the people in the preamble of the Constitution 
must stand up to be the people. We must stand up to be the people who reclaim our nation and our world. Until next time.